Imagine starting your own business right after college? Well, serving up at the breakfast buffet, we have Mark McDonald, who graduated in college in May and started his own mass business, Fundraising Mass, made right in the great state of New Jersey. I hope you all will enjoy. My special guest today on the breakfast buffet, the mask man. Look at look at how awesome these masks are. Mark McDonald. What's up, buddy? How we doing today? What's going on, Ray? I'm making it happen. And you're still at work. You're grinding. Yeah, I've been here since 5 a.m. Probably be here till like 9, 9.30. Yeah, no days off, huh? No days off. Nah, I'm seven days a week right now. It's been yeah. grinding. That's why you're a wrestler, man. Those wrestling mats, man. Yeah, Help dude. Those long days, right? Definitely gives you the mindset. It's better than uh, it's better than being on a practice mat for four hours a day sweating. <laughs> and a graduate, you just graduated from Rutgers last year, and uh, you decided to start your own company called Mass Protect, right? Yeah, yeah. I just graduated in May, actually. So right as all this stuff hit, saw the opportunity. I mean, hate to call it an opportunity because obviously this is it's not a good situation. But you know, in especially in business, you've got to make the best out of, out of what you're given. So yeah, making the best out of the worst situation. So that's crazy. So you graduate in May, basically when the pandemic is is basically right in the middle of things, right? And uh, you just decided to take this risk and take on this company, right? Fresh out of college. That's 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 an amazing job. Yeah, man. I mean, with the last semester going the way it did, I was actually home anyway. So I, I believe it or not, I started this before I actually graduated. So I hit the like the begin as soon as this happened in April. I saw that I saw it, and I said, you know, there's going to be a need for it. I got to get in now, and you know, fulfill it. So and get right into it. That's that's awesome. So you, you probably had this idea what back in April when probably March when all this happened, huh? Yeah. So like my dad, my dad owns a print shop. So my dad's got connections as far as as far as getting the materials and. I kind of saw an opening. My dad, since I was little, he's always printed on everything from pens to, to shirts. So I was like, I brought it up to him and I was like, what do you think about this? And he was, you know, we obviously, neither of us really wanted to see this happen, obviously. But he was like, listen, if you think that this is something that uh, that you can make, you know, make work, then then you got to go do it. So and Especially protect people, right? Why not protect people? And it's a New Jersey company, right? You do everything right in the shop, right? everything's in Fairfield, right in my hometown. So that was, that was part of it. You know, I, I had a job with this company fund services who I'm actually, that's, that's kind of still where my, my roots are. Um, I got my, my boss actually had coronavirus and that was really, he had it early before, like really anyone knew what it was. And after that, my, my brain was firing and I was like, listen, like we got to get up, you know, we got to do something. So I started it. He comes he sell, he sells for me. So, uh, he's one of my sales sales guys. And it's kind of a little bit of a role reversal, but you know he's a good dude. He's a good dude to be in business with, and uh, we're making it work right now. So definitely, definitely, and especially um, you know everyone's required to wear a mask now. So why not support a Jersey business in New Jersey, right? Yeah, um, always been a Jersey guy. Never want, never wanted to go anywhere else. Obviously, you know I went to Rutgers, so Jersey's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, and uh, you know you learned you learned a lot, uh, especially in the Rutgers wrestling room. Even you know even just in the sport of wrestling and. How was that wrestling at Rutgers with, uh, you know, they're, they're becoming a top program there. It seemed like you were there during the whole transition from, uh, you know, uh, into the Big Ten. 
How was yeah. wrestling there? And uh, you had some injuries, right? Yeah, everyone has injuries they got to deal with, you know what I mean? So I came in, I actually went to play football in Monmouth first. I was there for a semester. I wasn't in love with it. I wanted to go back to wrestling. You know, you know how it is. It's a, it's a crazy sport. You love to hate it, but you hate to not do it. So I ended up transferring mid-semester. You know, I got to, I got to experience all those, you know, I got, I got to wrestle with Pagano with, obviously I lost my, my roommate, Sam Cali. Um, so he was my roommate freshman year. Pete Lapari, Anthony Ashnall, Nick Soriano, you know, I had, I had some guys around me that were really, really good guys. And, and the coaches you know, they're, they're great guys. Goody's a good, a great guy, Leo, you know, they're, they're stand-up dudes and they taught me a lot. And I really tried to, to take what I learned through all of wrestling, through high school, through college, and just keep that mindset and just push it. You know, as I got injured, I, I knew I was done. There was no secret to, to really anyone. I tried to wrestle through it for for a while and it, it just it wasn't possible for me you know I had three knee surgeries three pretty severe knee surgeries I was out eight months for two of them and four months for the other and and uh, I just kind of just rolled with that mindset and just put it towards put it towards the next thing yeah put it towards your next uh adventure so let's let's wa- rewind a little bit right you talked about playing football at Monmouth for a, a semester um what brought you back to wrestling like I said dude it's you know, you know wrestling. I mean, anyone that wrestles knows the sport. It's, it's tough, but at the end of the day, like there's nothing, there's nothing like wrestling. There's no sport in my mind that when you win, you get to stand there and, and be the man. And when you lose, you you gotta go back into the room and, and make yourself a better better wrestler, a more humble person. And that's that's what I think. That's the drive, and that's what I missed. With, with, with football, you could turn to the guy next to you. And be like, well, you know, you missed that tackle. We're wrestling. You got no one to turn to. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and, and tell yourself what you got to change. Yes. That, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, it's you. You can't hide out there, right? You can't blame it on a teammate. And definitely the, the wrestlers, your teammates, that's basically your family, man. They, they know the grind and everything. And like you said, getting your hand raised. I, I tell the kids, get addicted to getting your hand raised. That's yeah. the only thing you should be addicted to. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're wrestling. You know, the rest is a grind for that. That makes it work. That makes everything worth it. All those practices, all the, all the lifts. You gotta, like I said, you're gonna, you're gonna love to hate it. You know, but when, when you're up there and you're up, th- yeah, when you're up there, and there, you know, you got a stadium full of people looking at you. You know, there's, there's a feeling you don't get often. So. Yeah, nothing better than getting your hand raised. That's you. That's you. You earned that. You know, it's not like your teammate helped you win that match. You earned it. I mean, your teammate helped you to get better, but. You earned that victory. You won that match, and that's that's very rewarding. And then when you lose, that's you. That's on you. You go the next day, you get better, and that's it. And when you did get hurt, right, it was basically you know career-ending injury. What helped you turn the page on that? Because I know that's a that's a big thing to to turn the page on when someone says you're done. What were some things you turned to? You know what? I didn't I didn't turn the page at first. You know, and that's that's just I think that's wrestling, and that's the dedication that comes with it. Um. I, I couldn't get I couldn't take myself out of it to start, you know. Like I said, I, I knew I was I knew I was pretty badly injured right when it happened. I wrestled a full year with it. And, you know, my knee was dislocating three, four, five at the end, six, seven times a day. And I just kept putting it back in and kept wrestling. But it got to the point where, you know, I wasn't even a benefit to the team because because I couldn't finish a match, you know. So so I went and got surgery, came back out of it, went right back to wrestling, you know, got through preseason. And, and it was the same story that I, that I lived the first time. So, you know, I, I just kind of, I kind of, sh- you know, shifted, I kind of shifted. I started working as soon as I was done wrestling, I, I worked, you know, I worked and, 
and that that was my wrestling and then like you said you know as as uh i got closer to graduation i've always wanted to be someone that that owned a business i always felt like i was the guy that that had the passion that i don't mind working 18 hours. that's that's the wrestling part of it i don't mind i could be here for 18 hours it, it really to me that, that's my grind now so yeah putting your grind and motivation to the next next page of your life and that has to do with wrestling and you talk about you know you you felt like you weren't an asset to the team and that that's a big quality to have you know still being a team player even if you can't be on the team right and you know even even being with you and around other the, the Rutgers guys they know you and they still you know appreciate you and see you as part of the team and and that's super important so you ended up graduating what with a business degree with, with two two majors double yeah. majors yeah, I was staying for five with wrestling, so I, I double majored. I graduated with a economics degree, and I graduated with a labor studies degree. That's awesome. So so basically, you're using it now. Um, what was schooling like doing those doing those double majors, especially that fifth year? It was uh, when I was wrestling, it was even worse. So you know, as as I as I started working, I was able to plan my classes around it. But you know, finance, there's no doubt that it, it's a tough major, especially at Rutgers. You know, the classes are, are not easy. And it's again, it goes back to, you know, you got to just grind through it. So I just I just did what I had to do. I took on the extra credits and and I, you know, I walked out of there with, with two degrees. So you made it happen. And then a month after graduating, man, right, right into not even a month, that same month you graduated, you're right into the thick and thin. So how did that come about? So you have the machines there, you print the graphics there. What is like the day to day now? I'm sure it was really busy by the time and still pretty busy. What's what goes into your days now? Yeah. So like, like I said, the, the company I, I was involved with before is a big, uh, big into schools, right? Schools, townships, that's like kind of a, their specialty. So as schools come back, like we're, we're getting busier and busier. So, you know, I, I come in five, five thirty, and I, you know, I get everything ready for the day. I got to print out, you know, sometimes it's a couple hundred orders. Sometimes it's a couple thousand orders. Um, I get that already. And I got, I have a couple conferences in the morning with, cause some of our guys, uh, I have people selling all over really the United States right now. So I got guys in California, I got guys in, in Florida, just different time zones. So it's kind of a, uh, you know, there's no really, there's no nine to five right now. Yeah. So you got to manage these other people. So that's you being a leader, not only a boss, you're a leader. So how do you lead people during these times? And, you know, I'm sure it's a very competitive business, especially now the masks. So yeah. what do you, what do you tell your salesmen? How, how do they rally behind you? Yeah. I mean, like I said, the, the thing we do that's different, which, which we'll jump into is that, that fundraising aspect. Right. So, so I kind of came up with this whole, this whole thing on my own where I was like, the problems with, with fundraising is that at least for, for schools and organizations is everyone's got to buy. Right. And then all, everything gets shipped to one spot and then they got to hand it all out. And right now that's not any, you can't even think about doing that. So I was, I, I had to figure out a way to, uh, to still fundraise without, without having that interaction. So everything we do obviously is done right here in, in Fairfield is clean. Everything's bagged individually. So like sanitization, nothing's touching each other and we ship everything out and it goes directly to who buys it. So you don't have to worry about, you know, handing out this, handing out that. And then, you know, these organizations, they track their, they track their sales. I, I send them weekly updates. And then whenever they say, you know, they might run it a month, two months, and then they say, all right, what what we sell and and I write them a check. I say, oh, you sold you sold two thousand masks. You know this is this is what your profit point is, and I write them a check. So, you know, that's awesome. That's a great point. You guys are the total package. You do everything right there. 
And uh, with with everyone not knowing where their masks are coming from, you know where you're getting it from. You're you're getting it straight from the source, straight yeah. from the source. And I think that's super important, especially in times like this. You want to know if your masks are clean. You want to know where it's coming from. Yeah. You want to support that jersey business, you know. And and these masks are nice, man. You get get whatever you want on these, right? Yeah, we do. We do it all. But but like you said, I mean, for us, it's it's nothing's coming from from China, from from these other places. So it's like. If you need that, right, you call me and you say, I need this mask, it, you get it in two days, three days. It's right here. You know what I mean? If you, you can come pick it up that day, you can come, you can come here and see what we're doing and I'll hand you the mask. You know, it's like, it's that quick. And that's right now, especially in these times, it's something that's, that's needed. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like you said, the full package for us, you know, yeah, we, can, we can handle, we can handle from start to end and, you know, on the fundraising side, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hassle free for the, uh, for the organization. So. Yeah, especially like Amazon. Like I got an Amazon Prime account, man. It used to be one, one to two days shipping. Now I don't get it in like a week. <laughs> With you, it's like, man, I need a mask. Yeah, I'll drive right over and hand it to you. <laughs> yeah, you know what worked out too. When I I saw this early, right? So I, I obviously I bought that website. I bought it fundraisingmasks.org, right? Because it's a fundraising website. Believe it or not, fundraising mask is a hard hard URL to get now. But when I bought it, it wasn't. No one wanted it, but. When, when you're looking to for a mask and you're looking for you know to, for an organization make what's the first two words you type in fundraising mask so i pop you know what i mean it's just you get that nice pop up right away you know i bought it for like eight dollars it's worth like a couple thousand right now just the just the domain so yeah, yeah it's just kind of that i just saw it early and i just took advantage of what i could so that's smart yeah like you don't even think about that the urls and everything that's that's big in the businesses that's the first thing People pay you know a lot of money for to, to be that top search on Google. So yeah, you look up I'm not I'm dot org, but you look up fundraisingmasks.com. It's worth eighty eight thousand dollars right now. That's that's amazing. And just to think about that, still in college, you know, you you came up with this idea, this great business plan, and to execute it right away, it, it's truly amazing. You know, sometimes it takes people years and, and years to come up with an idea that works. You went right for it. Was there any pushback or any? risk that you got from anyone that you know said oh you're too young to be doing this or, or anything you know what like I don't really I think it's part of the wrestling mindset too is like I don't really care what anyone's got to say like obviously there's always people that that don't like it you know I mean people don't like don't like that you're profiting off a off a uh you know a, a basically a natural disaster I mean it's a it's a pandemic but but I don't look at it like that. Someone, someone's got to fill that role, and that's that's the business mindset. You know what I mean? And like I said, if I could throw all this stuff out tomorrow and and start something else, I you know I don't want to see I don't want to see this stuff happen. But but someone's got to fill that role, and and I thought I would you know I thought I could do it, and so far it's it's been going it's been going. So yeah, why not you? You know what? Why not me? You got you got the materials, you got things happening, and you're. You're shipping it fast to people, and people want it, especially schools opening up and everything. People need the mask. And why not get it from a you know a company right in Jersey? You know, get getting it from local schools and local businesses, and that's that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. So what what's next for you now? What is um what what is it the fun? What what was your other company that you're starting? Nah, fun Services. It's a company that's been around, but uh, I mean right now right now this it's it's fundraising mass all the way. Right. And then and then I got to figure, you know, figure out where I'm going. But but through all this, me, you know, me and my boss have, have got our relationships gotten a lot better. You know, we, we I know he's, he's a guy that's going to be in the trenches with me. Same for him. So, uh, you know, I, I don't see really myself. I, I'll utilize that degree. I'm going to utilize it in my own way. You know, I mean, I'm going to do my own finances, but 
I'm someone that's like I said, I, my my whole family, my dad, my father owned you know one, two, three businesses throughout his life. I I'm a I'm a business owner, you know. I don't I'm not a entrepreneur. So yeah. It's blood. So that that's actually it's going to be an amazing thing to just have in your resume, like starting a mask business during this whole pandemic. That's a pretty big business and, and responsibility. What is some passion that you want to seek, you know, in the future? I mean, I just, dude, I just want to, I want to fulfill a need for, you know what I mean, for people. And however that may be, if it's, I don't, I don't know where, what the next step is. Like I said, I saw this one and I jumped on it. So I'm going to, I'm going to follow, you know, follow whatever, whatever's coming up. And I'm going to do the best I can to make sure that, that when it all, you know, comes down, I, I'm, I can be uh, somewhere near, somewhere near the top of the pile. There we go. And, you know, I'm all for it, my man. When, when you gave me this mask, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. You're like, yeah, we got, I got a bunch of shipments going out today, actually, to this school, that school. And it's like, it's awesome. And uh, so your adversity moment, what is some adversity you've been through in your life that is a part of you, a part of your story now? All right. I mean, uh, obviously, like I mentioned before, my roommate, right, Sam, he was a kid. He was my best friend. I was that was a tough one. That was a tough one for the whole Rutgers Rutgers community, Rutgers wrestling especially. You know, what I mean, you saw a lot of a lot of a mentality change after that. And you know, some of these new guys maybe don't even know that. But but you, if you were in that room, if you were in that wrestling room, you know, people people started putting that putting the axe to the grindstone. And that I think honestly, that's that's that program took a took a nice turn there. Obviously, you got the Ashnaw and Suriano, but but all those guys, you know, we I mean, everyone came together, and that. That was something, you know, it was really, really tough for, for guys like me and Jordan Pagano, um, you know, guys that were really, really close, Richie Lewis, guys that, that were really fr- uh, close with uh, with Sam. But it makes you, you know, you got to accept life, right? You got to you got to be, be happy for what you have when you have it. And, uh, you know, I cherish the time I had with him and I, I didn't take it and, and, and hit the ground. You know, what I mean, I, I just put my I put my head up and I. You gotta accept it for what it is. But that was that was definitely one of the toughest things I ever been through, and it's definitely something that I think shaped me to be a much better, you know, per individual and 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 a businessman. Definitely, yeah. It makes you think more about life and really follow your dreams and passions because you don't know when it's gonna end. Um, what is some advice you could give to some people that want to start their business or just someone coming out of college not knowing what they want to do? Yeah. Um, the best advice I could give is that one, like you said before, there's people that are going to not, not like what you're doing. There's, there's going to be a lot of, uh, it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean? Like it hasn't been easy. It's, it, you know, now I'm starting to hit my stride, but it, uh, it's a tough road. You're, you know, if you don't risk anything, you're never going to make anything. And that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? You're never going to, if the comfortable person doesn't, doesn't, you know, drive around the Lamborghini, it's the person that, when they barely have enough, they put it out there and they just hope, you know, like you said, you got, I, I work, I work long days right now and any dollar that comes in goes right back out to go right back into the business. So it's not like I'm sitting there cashing checks and, and, you know, it's, it's, people perceive a lifestyle, but not a lot of people can actually live that. And, and, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta live bare bones while, if you're going to start something out, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, not a lot of, you, the things you see on Instagram more on what you're going to be doing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta make it happen, right? So, uh, who is Mark McDonald, and what do you want to be known for? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, who the who always changes the what? It holds you accountable for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I I, I just uh, 
I don't even I don't, I don't even really know how to answer that. I mean, I uh, I just want to be known for you know the per- like, I put my I put my my heart on the line. You know what I mean? I, I don't I I go f- all out for everything. So you know if I if I do well. You know, I know in my own head that I did well. If I didn't do well, then I know I got to turn back around and reapproach it. But I don't think anyone could ever say that I that I don't give it everything I got. And that's you know what I want to be known for. I want to be known for for the guy that that goes for it all the time. You know, what I mean, if it's good, bad, or indifferent, if I make a mistake, I'll admit it. But but I definitely I'm a man. I'm a I'm a open book. You know, what I mean, you get what you get. There you go. I love it. Full effort and attitude every time. Yeah. Uh, any, anything else? You any last plugs? Any last advice you want to give anyone? No, I mean, I mean you just you got to do what you got to do what you want to do. You know, I mean, there's always like you're always going to uh, you're always going to hit roadblocks, but you just got to keep going. You know, you, you put your head down, you get through it, you move on to the next thing and it's never going to get easy. You know, what I mean, you always got to you're always got to going to have an obstacle in front of you. So I think that for everyone, not just not just people that are going into business, you know, if you really put the time in and you show that you care, good things are going to, good things always happen. It's just a matter of time. You don't know when it's going to happen, but it will happen. Definitely not giving up and pushing through those obstacles. So where can people find you? Where can people buy these masks? Uh, if you want to, uh, we got some stock masks, fundraisingmasks.org with a, with an S, uh, org. Um, and we're doing, uh, the other one's massprotect.org. That's the bulk stuff. That's really the, the towns, the schools, companies, big, we're doing a lot of companies, but for the individual, uh, you know, just those, those American flags, those are, so, those are some nice masks and two ply high quality masks. Uh, you could get those at fundraisingmasks.org. Awesome. And if they want to hit you up on Instagram, was it Mark McDonald on Instagram? I'll put it, yeah. put it That's at the bottom tough. right there. Slide in his DMs. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Thanks, my bro. I appreciate your time. I know it's very busy. I know you're working long hours, so I appreciate your time, and I appreciate these masks, my man. Get a Jersey mask. Made in Jersey. Only the best best things come from Jersey, right? Jersey, all the way. (laughs) Thanks, my man. I appreciate you. Have a good night.